Hey there, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stew on This. I'm Stu Bittman. This one's called Steer Your Camels to the Oasis. Have you ever been up half the night unable to stop stewing over something? Have you ever been on a vacation or a holiday and three days into it you realize you're still thinking about what was going on at home before you left? Have you ever felt stuck or hopeless or overwhelmed or were convinced that there was nothing you can do about some situation? Chiropractors, besides the ones I've already mentioned, do you ever have trouble staying present while adjusting or staying on purpose in general? Do you tend to take it personally and get thrown off or upset for long periods of time when things are slow or when someone doesn't accept your recommendations or discontinues care? In my case, there was a time when I'd get a negative comment about something I wrote or something I said in the talk, and I'd be up half the night thinking about what I should have said or could have said or shouldn't have said. If any of this sounds familiar... One of the most important skills we all could ever develop is the ability to put our attention on that which we choose. To be able to consciously and intentionally direct our attention instead of allowing our attention to direct us. I would imagine we'd all love to be able to keep our attention on the present moment, on our values, on our heart, on infinite possibilities, on love. And even though it might not be realistic to expect to keep it there all the time, it is crucial to know we do indeed have that choice in each moment. And we not only have the choice, we have the ability to make the choice. Buddhist teacher Thich Nhat Hanh said, At any moment you have a choice that either leads you closer to your spirit or further away from it. Well, for me, that means that in every moment, we get to choose. We get to choose to give our attention to either connection or to separation, to either the present moment or to the past or future, to either our intentions or to our ego or to our survival, to either moving forward toward our dreams or to moving away from our demons, to either love or to fear to either what we know for sure that is so, or to what we know for sure that ain't so. To either unlimited possibilities, or to being a victim. To either the positive many, or to the negative few. To either wholeness and enoughness, or to what's wrong or missing. To either creating, or to reacting. Essentially, Our choice is to put our attention either to our heart's input or our head's input. I should say here that our head's input can definitely be worth listening to, especially when our heart is already engaged. Really like that creating or reacting one. And by the way, you may or may not realize they have the same letters. By virtue of our innate intelligence, which is part and parcel of universal intelligence, you and I are indeed creators. And we're always creating our experience of reality through our perceptions, through what we make things mean, etc. So, if we find ourselves reacting to life's events instead of holding the high watch 
and creating a different reality. If we see life as a series of challenges, obstacles, and roadblocks, rather than a dance of love to be experienced and celebrated, then we can look at whether we're creating or reacting in more of our moments. A poet, Khalil Gibran, said, Faith is an oasis in the heart, which will never be reached by the caravan of thinking. (laughs) I love that. Faith is an oasis in the heart which will never be reached by the caravan of thinking. Well, for me, faith has a bit of a broader definition. Faith is where we most often direct our attention in order to find certainty in life. So right now, we might very well be placing our faith in the caravan of thinking, even though those darned camels always seem to end up bringing us places we don't even want to go. I would assume we'd all rather create our life from the oasis rather than reacting to life from the desert. Well, we tend to see what we're looking for. So perhaps after giving more attention to our head than to our heart for many years, we've developed more faith in our head's input than our heart's. Well, That can change. I am not sure why we'd ever want to leave the oasis to begin with, but we apparently do. And our camels right now might automatically be returning to the desert because we've led them there so many times. So, in order to start directing our attention a little more skillfully and a little more consciously, let's start leading those camels heartward. (laughs) So we can start looking to our heart and listening to our heart more often. I got to believe our camels will absolutely love the oasis. And if we practice taking them there, they'll start going there more automatically. And as always, let's not wait until we're in the middle of the Sahara Desert dying of thirst before we start practicing this. So if we're not doing it already, let's start practicing finding the oasis in our heart when it's easier, like when things are going well and when we're feeling grateful and joyful. That way we can start leaving a trail of breadcrumbs to it and make it a lot easier to find when we really need to. And folks, if, if you need help getting started on this path, I'm quite easy to find. In the meantime, please know that you are a bright light in this world. That your light gets brighter every single time you put your loving attention on it. And that both you and the world deserve to bask in that light. (laughs) Yeah, stew on that. And I'll see you next week.